The DI Guys Podcast was created to share the best ideas, strategies, and concepts so you can have conversations to help you exponentially grow your DI sales. While they may have lost their hair, they have not lost their minds. Here are the DI Guys, Chris Carlson and Mike Cogdo. This is Chris Carlson, and welcome to this episode of the DI Guys podcast. We hope you had the opportunity to join us for the 2021 DI Days that was sponsored by the Plus Group. It was an amazing event with great presentations. In this episode, we want to replay the presentation Mike gave entitled, Turning One App Into Many. We hope you enjoyed the replay. Now, we're going to kick off today's session with my good friend, Mike Coggle. And Mike and I host a podcast called the DI Guys podcast which is available on all the major uh, podcast platforms. And you can also check us out at the DIGuysPodcast.com. Mike, what's your favorite line about our hair and our minds on that? Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. For those of you that have never heard the podcast, I would just listen to the intro for one second. You don't have to listen to a couple of guys talk. But as Chris so eloquently had it written out, and then he had a cool voice, at least to be a cool voice, do it. Sounds a lot like... Um, Sam Elliott, I think it's okay to say it's pretty cool, but we may have lost our hair, but we haven't lost our minds. So anyway, enough said this morning. Um, I just find that hilarious. I don't listen to the podcast every single time because we do do it. But if you haven't heard it, it's 20 minutes and it's a typically we try to throw one sales idea at least into our 20 minute session, give or take. Yeah, so, so definitely check us out. So Mike, uh, you're going to share today how you can leverage multi-life opportunities by turning one app into many apps. So I'm going to turn it over to you. And I know you got some great ideas for the audience and I'll come back in at the, toward the end and we'll, uh, we'll I'll ask you a couple questions. Chris, thank you very much. Good morning to all of those that are in attendance. Uh, I have the privilege this morning of not having to follow Mr. Jordan, which was, which is good for me. Um, I'm two days ago, you know, we've had three days of this. If you've heard him speak, boy, the ideas are fast and furious. And I thought I could speak fast and furious, but very, very well done. And then we did, as I said, somebody has to follow him. It was me. This morning, I'm going to talk about a few things. Um, Nothing technical. I guarantee most of you've probably heard it before. Um, So bear with me if you have. It's it's part of our business is um, reminding people of what we already know. It's kind of like with my children and we do math facts. Um, you gotta, you gotta remember math facts until they just come off your brain, you know, and they have to do one through 12 and they got to do all the, all the multiplication tables. And I forgot what it was like. Um, but it's got to get to the point where it's repetitive. The first thing I'd like to talk about this morning for a couple of minutes, which is not one into many, but it's a great reminder to all of us on why we do what we do. Robert Clark, I think it was Robert yesterday, in the first session talked about, you know, what make it real, make income protection and disability real. Well, if anybody's watched television in the last 72 hours, turned on a radio, turned on the news, we know that disability can happen at any time, at any place to anyone. And of course you all know, and thoughts and prayers go out because I'm a pretty good big golf man anymore to Tiger Woods. Tiger at seven o'clock in the morning, by 7.10, approximately, his life had probably changed forever just because of an auto accident. Um, of course, he makes news globally. So when everybody 
starts to think about, I don't know anybody that's ever been disabled. You personally may not know some people really well, but in the blink of an eye, Tiger Woods, I hope not, but probably most likely his profession as he knows it, which is his occupation because of a disability will probably be done forever. One thing that Tiger has that almost nobody else has, at least that we know personally, is somewhere between 800 million and a billion dollars available for him. That's the difference. Think of anybody that you know right now that's driving down in Palos Verdes or, or whatever part of LA that was in. I think I've been there before and those are pretty hairy roads. And anybody you can think of that, you know what, we had 10 inches of snow here this morning in Denver, Colorado. It's the most we've had in five and a half years in, in one city. Um, immediately I wake up this morning to slides and accidents, no school. Um, and accidents mean somebody got hurt this morning first thing, just because it snowed last night. So that being said, I'm going to jump into this, but you know what? Now everybody knows of a person that's been disabled um, and is disabled currently. And, you know, hopefully thoughts and prayers, he re- makes a full recovery, but I have had broken legs. I have had pins. I have had hip replacements. Um, as I've told everybody that knows me, Benjamin Button's just a movie, meaning as we grow older, we don't get younger. It's a great movie, but that's not how life works. So I would say at his age and probably the extent of these injuries after five back surgeries to boot, his occupation, as he knows it, probably will be over because of a disability. That being said, let's step right into one into many. One of the places for one into many that I'd like to to mention to you is is, is a goal. And, And I think it's imperative that everybody in life has some kind of goal. I work with about a handful of brokers and I have for years and years and years. And every year we set a goal and it's not what people think. People always go, how much premium are you going to write? We never do a premium goal. Ever, ever do we do a premium goal. So one into many for me is, is we set out a goal and then we focus on achieving that goal. And that's why I say income protection or disability insurance is the best part-time job you can ever have. And what do I mean by that? Four to five hours a week. Focus now. It's only going to be March 1st. So we have 10 full months left. And my goal for the people that I work with is 30 apps a year, 30 apps a year. And we work hard to get to that number. And if we all focus together on that number, so one into many is, is reminding yourself right now, take your planner pad, put it into your phone. Um, if you work with the plus group, man, you know what, have the plus group members all over the country. I do this with my folks as I send a weekly reminder uh, for one into many to the handful of clients that I actually work with and have for a long time to um, just a little, it can be a, a, a an emoji. It can be a little word, one into many. It can be a, a, just a text. It takes two seconds. Actually, you can copy and repeat it and have people send it to you. Say, hey, would you do this for me? Send me a reminder once a week. Because if you can do 30 apps, you'll be surprised um, at, at, at how easy it becomes. It becomes repetitive. It's no different than getting up every single morning and making your bed. It just becomes repetitive. That's one way to turn one into many is remind yourself or have somebody that you work with, i.e. a plus group organization, send you a text once a week on Tuesday at eight o'clock. Don't forget, ask DI this week, anything. It's work. Um, and it's kind of fun because it gets you into the habit of doing it. I have a meeting this afternoon at three 30, Um, and my guy who has a 30 app goal this year is already today. We're celebrating. We're actually going to have a beer, even though it's no 10 inches because he's already at app 20 in two months App 20 in two months. So what are we doing today? We're going to have a beer. We're going to celebrate and we're going to do a goal adjustment to 50. That's one way to one into many. Now let's talk about 
actual mechanics of trying to make it happen. I think the mechanics of trying to make it happen are, are fairly simple. One, there's always the world. And you heard, again, Robert Clark, and, and they all did a great job yesterday, but he was talking about guaranteed standard issue. And then we had underwriters talk about the underwriting piece. I'm going to touch on both of those just uh, for a few minutes today. One, guarantee standard issue. For those of you that aren't overly aware, it's typically an employer pay, an employer pay forgive me, employer pay plan, which means somebody's writing the check. And it typically will carve out, and we use the word carve out, a handful of ex executives, um, and they have a group plan, and we layer on top. Some people would call it top hat from the 1980s. You can call it whatever you want. I just call it executive compensation planning. Um, and what they get is they have 10000 a month, and you get another additional on 10 or 15 depending on the carrier, the underwriter, and depending on your reputation, honest to gosh, with that carrier and that guarantee issue underwriter will really determine how much you get because those that have done it a lot obviously can get more. But it doesn't mean that you can't get it done. Plus Group, again, those organizations have been around a really long time, have phenomenal reputations, and can help you get to where you need to be when it comes to offers and, and, and um, you know, actually formulating a plan and making a check. I've always laughed and I've joked about guaranteed standard issue a little bit. I guess I'll say it today. To me, it was always 90 days to age 65 with residual, get the check. And the thing that was most important to me was try to get the check. You can't really do a million things with filed products. I mean, they are what they are. I can't get somebody 3654 to make it an exact number. So most of the time you'll take a replacement ratio with group insurance, as, as you've already heard, so I'm being a little repetitive from other speakers, from a 60% group insurance plan to 10,000, all these people are way over the 10,000 mark. Mike Sir did a phenomenal job yesterday of, of, of being more, probably more eloquent and a better job of, of, excuse me, a better job of explaining this. But if you have $10,000 of group insurance and everybody makes 400 grand, you have a lot of room for more. So you may have a $10,000 guarantee issue employer pay case on 15, 20 lives. It's possible. Those, those are the best and sometimes the, the easiest, but I'll tell you what makes them very difficult is getting the last thing I said, 90 days, 2865 with residual or 67, if you will, um, getting the check. Lots of people's expectations uh, change or are hard to get um, when it comes to writing the check. If I'm writing a check for a group, of 100 employees for $3,000 a month, $36,000 a year to 10,000. And then I come with 20 people besides my 100 and I want seven, eight, $9,000 a month. Unless somebody fully understands, fully understands how disability individual is different than group, it's hard to make that, that leap. Because remember, insurance is insurance to most people. So they just look at, okay, this is three grand for 10 and this is seven grand for the other 10 guys. I, I'm not sure I get it. So my one suggestion of turning one into many is, again, you've heard us say this before. Uh, and I, again, think that um, it was mentioned yesterday. It's kind of like that half a health insurance plan. You have a health, you have a salary continuation plan and it's okay to refer but if you've just got group insurance, again, you have nothing more than a policy. Let's make this a salary continuation plan. 
And there are more than one, there's more than one component to a plan, typically. There's moving parts. So you either have group insurance and that's your policy only, or let's have a salary continuation plan. For those of you that remember the great Ken Wiley from many years ago, I actually, he worked for many carriers, Provident Life and Accident, Paul Revere, Guardian sponsored him many a time, I think Mass Mutual. But Ken spoke on, on the merits of a salary continuation plan, or he called it a sick pay plan. And it's truly nothing more than Section 105, the Internal Revenue Code, um, and the moving parts to that. What I would suggest today of turning one into many, regardless of who you're talking to, whether it's a doctor, group of doctors, uh, business owners, and Mike did the business owners yesterday very, very well. This is just part of that entire planning. I always tell people, if you're talking to an individual, you go, is your risk protection plan up to date and is it current? Is your risk protection plan up to date and is it current? Talking to a business, you may want to just hit more specific parts because when I say risk protection plan, I'm talking about medical life, casualty insurance is all of them, which is car, umbrella, home, uh, boat, whatever you may have that you insure. Uh, and then, of course, the bag of money goes right with that. And that's oftentimes can lead us to the income protection conversation. The same is true with a business owner of any type. Um, you know, do you have a current sick pay plan? And 90% of the time is my guess. 90% of the time you're going to get the answer that sounds something like this. I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about. So then ask questions. And the next question I would suggest that you ask is relatively simple. Let's make four owners in, in, in my little scenario here. We have four owners and I'm talking to all four. Let's just, God forbid, in the event you get hurt or sick and remind people that people can get disabled. So make it real for them. God, you're out in California, you're playing golf and you accidentally roll your truck and you don't know when you're coming back to work. You know, it just happened to Tiger Woods. Feels so horrible, but it does happen. And we don't have the crystal ball and we don't know if it's us, Tiger. We don't know who's next and we don't know when, why, how, or what, but it can happen to anybody at any given time. So is your sick pay plan current and up to date. And when they say we don't know, then it's like, let me ask you a very simple question and ask what the entity is. And it can be a sole prop. It can be a pass-through LLC. It can be an S-corp. It doesn't really matter what that is. It's like in the event that one of you four, one, and you can put a little levity into this as well, but our goal is to teach. And that's what the plus group is, is, is having this seminar for, is for us to learn so we can go out and actually use the tools um, and I would encourage you, again, the reminders to continue to use these tools. But is your sick pay plan current and up to date? Well, we don't know. We don't even have one. Okay. Within the four of you guys sitting here, you're awesome. You're awesome, guys. Two women, two men. You're, you're awesome people. Excuse me. You're awesome. All four of you. I, this is a phenomenally successful business. So one of you is probably going to be hurt or sick uh, within, you know, the, as long as this business exists before retirement, one of you will probably get hurt or sick, unfortunately. So what I, let's make it easy. Just raise your hand if you're the one. That's what's going to happen. They're going to look at each other and nervously laugh. But we do agree that it could happen. Now you got the bobblehead shaking their head. Yes, all four. Yeah, it probably won't be me because Cog over there, that's me, by the way, he does way too much party and he's probably going to do something really stupid. So he doesn't live the best of lifestyles sometimes. So he'll probably be the guy. That's what my partners are probably thinking about me. Um, and they're not going to say anything, but most likely it's going to be him, not me. 
And I would do the same to anybody else sitting in a room with me. It'll probably be that person that's got a little bit more around the waist than they need. They'll probably have the heart attack. It won't be me. Anyway, you've opened the conversation up. And then it's like if you're a C-Corp, there's, you know, Section 105 of the salary of, 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 of the Internal Revenue Code. Section 105 is, you know, it's, it's easy. Um, and anybody at the Plus Group can get, you can get this information anywhere, but you don't really need to go deep. My point is, is you open it up with a salary continuation plan. Let's say that salary continuation plan current and up to date, one of you may or may not get sick. And right now I would reference um, an accident that just happened that is fresh in everybody's mind, sad as it is, this is the real world, because it makes it real when you see a car smashed to pieces on the nightly news and you see the next, you see UCLA Medical Center uh, and you hear over and over what happened and how tragic it is remind people it can be anybody, not just somebody that's famous. It, it, it happens all the time, every day. That is one way to start this conversation about a sick pay plan. Some people use the term qualified sick pay plan. If you're a corporation, <coughs> it can be an employee benefit. You're allowed to discriminate by class, but not within a class of employees. It needs to be enforced prior to a disability and it needs to be made known and communicated to all employees i.e. a group contract pretty much does every one of those things with certificates. People know who they are, what they're getting. And people also understand uh, that you can, you can class out groups in group insurance. So it's really just following uh, along the lines of a group insurance format to make individual disability work the same way. Tax deductibility, depending on the entity, it is possible. Um, everybody has an opinion. I recommend um, if I was writing a check for 30 people, I would probably take the tax deduction. If I'm writing a check for three people, I probably would not because I would rather have a tax-free benefit. But turning one into many is, is not hard. Let's say that we have two dentists and I'm going, I, I like to give examples so that you can take them to the street and use them. You may or may not have dentists, but it could be two of anybody, partners in a firm, 50-50, Chris Carlson, Mike Cogdell. It could be anybody. Um, one of the other ways that's old, and we had the converse old school, but still very, very, very um, appropriate for today's environment. The conversation was had yesterday with the underwriter, Steve, and Jeff Kruger did a phenomenal job as well. And, and I asked the question at the end about where we are with unisex and sex distinct and, and, and for rates. And I don't think other than a couple of states right now, we're not really there. We haven't made a broad sweeping change. So that's in itself a good thing. Let's say you've got a man and a woman, two women, this make it easy, uh, business partners. With by adding a third person, so you have two women that own a really cool uh, coding business. So they're software engineers and they have a coding business and they do well and they do contract work, a lot of contract work, um, and they both make a couple of hundred thousand dollars a year. Let's just make it an easy two hundred thousand, twenty thousand dollars a month, two hundred and forty is what they pay after their bonus. They've got a cool guy who's their admin assistant. Um, and, you know, he takes care, he makes everything go, schedules their appointments, does all the work. An everyday run-of-the-mill business. And in Denver, Colorado, where I am, after uh, 10 inches of fresh snow, we have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of businesses like this. And not just tech, but we have them, all kinds of businesses. There's going to be a startup revolution again um, after, I call it post-COVID. So just so everybody's aware, I wear a mask, I'll get a shot, I do everything, I wash my hands. But a year's long enough for me, so I'm calling it post-COVID and starting to move forward. Still, again, I'm not being that guy. I will wear my mask, get a shot, get everything done. But post-COVID, there's going to be, I think, a revolution 
small in businesses. Um, uh, lots of people have had an entire year. And I've talked to some therapists about this, uh, for real, that people are really, really reflecting on what they're going to do. Am I going to stay in the corporate world? Am I going to marry this man or this woman? Am I going to stay with this man or this woman? Am I going to stay in Colorado or am I going to move to Wyoming? I've heard every one of these conversations being had. Am I going to start my own business? I had somebody in my house two nights ago. Of all the times in the world to start a restaurant, they're starting a restaurant. It's going to be a fast food restaurant. They've jumped off both feet. They've got the building. It's going to open in March. It's kind of a fast food takeout thing. Um, it's got legs. I think it's got a, it's a good idea. There's three different people I know that are either venture capital into the business or these two people are actually going to run the business. One, he's construction and she spent years selling wine and things of that nature. So complete change of life. I think we're going to see business startups like this all over. So your opportunity for one into many is going to be everywhere. Back to this scenario, this happens to be a husband and wife, but let's just keep my, my two females, my two women that are phenomenal coders and have a great business and make 20 grand a month. And their assistant's a cool guy that does all of their work. For the two of them, let's say their premiums combined are $10,000. Many into one is the easy way. Here's how you solidify that. You add that third life, and even if they aren't sure they want to do benefits for the person, you know, this always happens. It's okay for you, but you might not want to. It's a grand idea or a great idea to do one of two things. Buy that person a small policy on themselves um, and add the third. By adding the third, just the third in most carriers, you've taken sex distinct rates to unisex rates. And in approximately most of the People know that I was with principal for over 20 some years. I was with Illinois Mutual before that and product. So my whole career has been corporate disability insurance. So I speak for the carriers generally when I say, once you go from sex to think the unisex, um, the price differential for females to this day is still fairly vast and barely broad. It can be depending on age as great as 35%. So by spending another $500 a year, um, it's not 10,500. Their, both their policies were 5000 By adding this third healthy 29-year-old guy who's going to go through underwriting quickly, we just lowered their premiums approximately 35%. So you take 35%, it's now $6,500, and we added a third to make it a $7,000 premium. After I've already told them the two of you can get this for 10, but by doing this, we get it for $7,000 and actually gave our guy an employee benefit as well. Pretty cool. But here's what happens. It stays forever. It stay, that list bill, once it's established, it stays forever. So they can break up, they can separate, they can go do other things, but their discounted policy that they get the day they've made that premium payment, they keep it forever. And $3,000 a year, think about it, and they're in their 30s. And let's say this has a 30 to a 40 year lifespan of, of, of you know, contract in force. Let's just use a 30 year. So 30 to 65 or 60, and they're going to retire at 60, they've decided, and they probably won't want their DI. That's almost $100,000. And remind people, that's $100,000 in savings over that period of time. Not a bad idea and not a bad way to go to get somebody thinking about why this makes sense. Over the last two days, you've heard all the reasons why income protection makes sense, and we all get it. It's just now we have to make this part, part of our job. Um, that's why I suggest, you know, have somebody, I don't care who it is, send you a, a cheese. Everybody looks at their text messages all the time for whatever reason. I mean, I, don't, I would prefer not to email anymore and just get text because I look at them and I don't drive in text, trust me. Um, did that once and ran to the back of a car in Illinois. So stop doing that. 
uh, quite some time ago. And I know I'm pontificating, but that's an easy way to get a list bill started. Let me give you another example of one into many. Guarantee issue, back to that, the employer pay all. I've done a couple of cases recently and one hasn't come to fruition, but I think it will for this reason, is we took 13 people and they all make really good money and they make bonuses and they only have a $5,000 group plan. But there was 13 people that specifically, let's say that are over $150,000 a year. So there's room for them to get individual disability insurance. But I want the owner to pay. So the owner kind of was curious about cost. So what we did is a $3,000 monthly benefit for the employer to pay. And it turns out to be a $3,000 monthly benefit on 13 people was somewhere between ten dollars and $15,000. And it wasn't shocking, not even remotely shocking. One, it was way less than you know, all of the employees' cost for the group insurance. So I didn't have to compare apples to oranges and say, you know, this costs five times more than the group insurance, and I'm only insuring 13 people. So it kind of makes sense that I showed $3,000, and that's just the number I randomly came up with. The monies were right, but he looked at the premium and was not afraid and said, you know, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. Meaning for three grand, people just think in different ways. They're thinking 15,000. I can write the check for 15,000. I can swing this. And the question came, what about people that want more? Well, I'm all in because you've heard we have simplified to $10,000 for certain carriers, which means they don't have to go through blood and urine. And the answer is easy. Very full transparency here. You know what? Anybody that's healthy can get the max that they qualify for and they can buy it on their own. And I don't think it's a bad idea that some people participate in employee benefits. Do you pay 100% of the medical cost for your insurance or do your employees participate in the cost of that insurance? Well, no, I pay half and they pay half. Well, here's my suggestion, because it becomes meaningful when you have skin in the game. So let's you pay for the $3,000 on these 13, and I will sit down and speak to each one. This gives you the opportunity in the world of guaranteed standard issue to talk to each and every person. Let me spend five or 10 minutes with each, each of these 13, because just as in a random example, and I've done this recently, um, Bob is really eligible for around 6,000, so he could get another three, but I think it's his choice to get the three, he needs to understand what his, what, what the, his salary continuation plan for his family needs to look like. Maybe five and three for a total of eight, five group and three is enough. Maybe it's not, but I wanna give him the opportunity to say yes, because it's his family that we're talking about protecting. It's his family that we're talking about protecting. And it's, and it's you being kind enough that you pay for the group insurance, you're going to pay for 3000, just like medical insurance, I think it's okay for him to share in the cost. And if he wants to buy the additional three um, and provided he's healthy, I can get that for him and he can be fully funded. Um, we'll do a salary continuation plan that way. Um, if you're going to do guarantee issue, typically you do a replacement ratio with a flat percentage and it can be 75%. If you up to 75% all in and say, that's our number, we're going to replace 75% of your salary. Even if you're doing voluntary, you just change the words that I'm going to replace up to 60% of your salary, 65% of your salary, whatever that number is, because if you cap the group at a small amount of 5,000, you still have room regardless. So one into many there is we do the 3,000. And then if you can go to a max of 75% replacement ratio. So everybody in this group of 13 can have up to 75, you're covering 60 
I'm going to let them figure out that last 15% and it's up to them. And our salary continuation plan states 60% done by me, up to 75% done by the employee. And now we have all the rules of the game laid out and it's not complicated. All the rules of this company are laid out on what happens in the event. Somebody gets hurt or sick and they can't go to work. It's just another way to do it. Another place for list bills, and I call them list bills, uh, all kinds of names for this, but it's actually an employer-employee relationship. I don't always have to have the endorsement of the actual employer to create a list bill because what the list bill says is there's a common employer. And, and most carriers will allow, you know, I call it the home checkbook to still pay the premiums, even on a list bill discounted type of program. So where do you go and find three? Years ago, I was in the Pacific Northwest doing some work and there's a couple of tech companies there that are fairly large. Um, I don't need to mention names. I think everybody would know who I'm talking about. But I had a guy, a friend of mine that was working with some of the execs at, at a couple of these firms and, and not super high execs, but they were making you know, really good money, like you know, 500, 600 grand a year. And their disability didn't cover totally what they wanted. So they wanted to buy more on their, on, for themselves, buy just from themselves, not sponsored by. But it turned out that we talked to the one person. I said, if you can get two, two more people, we get three of you. And of course, this was a female. I can take your $10,000. And this was a $10,000 standalone premium. I can probably take it down to somewhere between $6,500 and 7000 bucks a year. And it's like, and you know what? If you've got friends that do what you do, why not? I just need to talk to them. If we can get three lives over a certain period of time, we'll, we'll have a discount there. Once you establish a ref number at an organization and I'll make up, I'll make up a company name, you know, uh, Mike industries, there we go. And I manufactured, you know, electric cars. doesn't matter over here at Mike industries. Once I have that ref number, it's mine. And every employee that works there, if I can get to them somehow, some way, I can offer them that discount that will stay permanent forever. So if you're not sure whether somebody has a discount or how you establish one, again, call your local plus group office and they can absolutely help you out in that regard. No questions asked. And if they're not sure, I know every single member of the plus group personally, they can call me and we can talk about how to get that done and how to accomplish it. Because once you have it, it's a really good way to go. Sometimes you can even get especially in the world of tech, you can even get 1099 employees that are not a real employer-employee relationship, but their only compensation in the world comes from one place. And that's that, that, that particular entity. Um, you can even sometimes get a discount there for those folks. So things like that are not impossible. I, I think, you know, going through buy-up is, is, is or, or, you know, adding a buy-up. And I always tell everybody, you know, I say, but you have group insurance and this is anywhere. You have group insurance and group insurance is good. And I also often say free is a good price. Because what you've had happen to you, and I like to use terms that you can use, free is a good price. Your employer is phenomenal for taking care of this and spending the money for you to take care of part of your salary continuation plan. Listen to how I said this, part of your salary continuation plan. I just did a client the other day that runs his own business, and it cost him significantly more than it's going to cost you to complete your plan because he has to pay everything himself. Your employer, give them credit where credit's due. Your employer pays this piece for you. I'm going to finish the last 15%. It's $3,000 a monthly benefit. And, you know, instead of having to spend $150 a month on your risk protection package or your salary continuation plan, you're only going to have to spend 30 
$5 a month to complete your plan. Is that all right with you? These are ways that we start to turn one into many. The last thing I'm going to talk about today is another idea with associations. And my 30 some years in this industry, I've had really not a ton of great success with associations, but I learned from a master that lives in Chicago not so many years ago, how to make an association work. If you get an association endorsement from anywhere, the vet association, the dental association, the, the bar association, the orthopedic association of Colorado, anywhere, that is your end to try to get to a, a group of people that are obviously in line and do the same profession for the most part. You once you're there, the idea is to use the association. And um, I've seen this done very successfully only a couple of times, but it's worthy of mention. The association gets the list, gets the names, gets in this particular instance, we'll, we'll call it attorneys. We'll stay with the attorneys for a minute. Gets the attorneys. I get a hold of the attorney because you're a member of the X-Bar Association and there's an endorsement for me, the carrier, for whomever to, you know what, get you a discount uh, uh, on an association and an association discount because you are a member. And if you get that conversation going, and especially if it's a law firm, the idea is to turn the association conversation into a list bill, one into many association. You know, you know, Mrs. Smith, you know, as a lawyer, I can get you this 10% discount. So instead of, you know, a $10,000 premium. And I'm throwing big numbers today because it's easier to do the math. I can get you a nine, for $9,000. But if you had other associates in this firm that would be interested in the exact same thing that we're talking about, um, I could actually probably get you even a stronger discount that can last forever as well. So instead of a 9,000, I can get you down to somewhere around 6,500 or 7,000 forever because of this firm. Is that something that you and other members of the firm may be interested in? Once it's established and you get three lives, again, that reference number regardless typically is yours forever. So you, every time an attorney comes in, you sound, you suddenly have the opportunity to embed yourself into a law firm by using the association um, to get to those three lives. If not, if it's two people and you don't have a third, you still have an association discount. So you've really done your homework and you have a place to go to absolutely lock down and get these ref numbers, one into many um, associations and list bill numbers that can last forever. That being said, I would like to just say one more comment um, real quickly about associations. Again, I said I've been not successful, but I have seen, I've not been wildly successful. I should be very candid, but I have seen people wildly successful in doing exactly what I said, turning that association into law firm after law firm after law firm where there's ref numbers that he owns and has the opportunity to go and control that business forever. This is, this is how you can literally think about turning one into many. First, it's just a little bit of behavior modification. Spend some time thinking of yourself, set yourself a goal, 30 apps, 40 apps, 50 apps. How do I get there? And then begin to go down the path of, of asking for referrals. One last referral, one into many that I've seen. Again, these are ideas that I've seen and they're not mine, by the way. They're people have taught me this for the most part over the years is I have a friend that writes a lot of physicians. 
And also writes a lot of everybody else. And people go, how does that person write a lot of everybody else? That's other occupations. And here's exactly what she does. She says, you know, Dr. Smith, you've been, you've learned about disability insurance since you were a freshman or since you were a first year med, med student. Yep. And you heard about it all the way through residency, if you didn't buy, through your fellowship, through a tent. But somewhere along the lines, you've heard about it a hundred times. Oh, at least I've been bothered by everybody, which is fine. Doctors buy disability insurance without question. Let me, I, I, and so the, for me, the answer is really simple, very, very simple. A doctor never has to decide, never has to decide whether or not they're going to buy disability insurance. They've talked to so many people, for them, it becomes a question of who are they going to buy it from. Totally, totally different buying than trying to decide to buy it. But here's where, here's where the one into many comes in really quick. Dr. Smith, your kids go to Aspen Academy in Denver, Colorado. Remember, people like it becomes somewhat like-minded. You're a member of XYZ Country Club. Your kids play with these children. What's interesting, you've got golf friends. Some of your closest friends that are very successful, but they're not physicians. Do you know they've never even heard of income protection? They've never even heard of disability insurance? Because if they went to the Wharton School of Business, if they went to the Kellogg Branding Master's Program at Northwestern, they can be some of the brightest people on the planet and very astute at everything, but nobody has ever bugged them the way you get bothered as a med student about disability insurance. Don't you, would you mind giving me a few names and it's okay to ask for referrals, a few names of clients and good friends of yours, because as we both know, you know, your children, you don't, as somebody said, I don't want to screw their lives up. Well, I'm sure your best friend that you barbecue and hang out and play golf with doesn't want to screw up his best friend's or his children's life either. Would it be okay if you refer these people to me so I could at least give them a 10 minute conversation on what income protection does, risk protection package for them and their family? Um, I've never had anybody, I've had a couple say, no, nah, I'm not comfortable with that. But most people go, I never even thought about that because I tell them specifically, I tell them specifically, you've heard about this since med student year one. They've never heard about it through all of their college, all of their master's programs. And oftentimes if they are an entrepreneur starting to build their own business, the last thing on their mind is employee benefits and, and, and all of those types of things that come with building a company um, over time. It's about making money, making the business work and making the business survive. So with that being said, I think there's going to be an entire, again, I call it a revolution of startups as we go post COVID because people are deciding they want to do things different. It's a different world out there. It's a different life. Um, so the opportunities to turn one into many exist everywhere. They're all around you. Just, you know what, keep your eyes open and look for them. With that, I bid everybody a farewell. As Chris knows, I've got to go shovel at some point today, 10 inches of snow. So thank you so much. Thank you, Plus Group. And you know what? It, today is Thursday. So enjoy your weekend coming up. And thanks for taking the time to be with us. Greatly appreciated. Chris, back to you. Thanks. Hey, Mike, great job. But I do got a couple of questions for you. Fire. First, could you ask or, or say the question again that you asked regarding the sour continuation plan? Just reiterate that for us again. As I've always said, it's you know you have a risk protection package. That's what I use for individuals. Chris, for a business, you can go down that path, or you can just say, is your salary continuation plan is it current and up to date? Is your is your paycheck plan current and up to date? But if you say is your salary continuation plan current and up to date, you've got four owners deciding things. It's pretty easy that they're looking at each other. They they're no idea what you're talking about. And we both know any plus group member 
can fill all the voids. Again, this whole seminar has been about, or summit has been about asking questions because you've got the experts everywhere to make sure you don't get in trouble. Yeah, and, and Mike, so here's my follow-up to that question is when you and I got started you know, in the 80s and you mentioned Ken Wiley, who was just an absolute brilliant presenter. And it seemed as though we were continually and constantly talking about wage continuation agreements, sour continuation planning. And we really talked to a lot of producers about that. And we were focused on the plan, not the policy. What happened, Mike? Because now we're all focused on the policy, the non-can, oh, not, cola, cat rider. And we're not talking about the plan. And yet what you just said, that one question is going to get them first puzzled and then get the bobblehead moving. That's our goal, right? Policies are similar. And they were with Paul Revere and Provident, just to name two carriers that you and I, we represented one, competed with the other, but you and I dropped two on the floor and picked one up. Were we good? (laughs) Were we good? Yeah, the hair split, the hair splitting, no. But what we were taught, and it hasn't changed for me since 1987 when Chris actually got me into this business. He owe, I owe him something. Um, again, Chris, quickly, it, it is. It's about the planning. Open up the doors. There are enough experts to take care of everything else, the moving parts. If some C-Corp really wants a salary continuation plan, Section 105 of the Internal Revenue Code, you can get it in five minutes. And it can be done and you can understand it. But to get four people or three or two and add a third to first decide that they could get hurt or sick. Right now, you've got covid which we've talked about. We understand the entire world can be unemployed in one minute, no fault of their own. And some people could be hospitalized and actually, you know, meet their death um, by something that we know not a lot about. Or you could just be driving a car randomly at 7, 10 in the morning from a hotel down to a bottom of a hill and maybe never work again the rest of your life. These are all real examples of what happens every minute of every day. So those of you that don't know anybody, once again, Chris, don't know a person that's been disabled. We all think we'd like to know Tiger Woods and anybody famous because that's, they are famous. You do now. If it can happen and Tiger has $800 million, give or take, I'm guessing he could have had a driver. So I don't know why, what, when, but life happens. And that's what you have to convey to anybody you talk to. And like I said, I think the world is everybody's oyster when it comes, Chris, to businesses, because I think there will be industries popping up that we've never thought of. Uh, We're doing one right now. You and I just laughed this morning. It used to just be FaceTime. Yeah, we just FaceTime with Graham. And now it's Zoom, 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 Zoom. Zoom's going to be in the dictionary, right? This is a Zoom call. It's the name of a company, by the way. (laughs) So here we go, people. So again, greatly appreciate it. And if you miss some of the things I say, because I talk too fast, the plus group guys can slow it down and gals and talk to you and help you get through this. We're always available to help. Mike, great Chris, job. Thanks. thanks for your time today. Don't get, have a heart attack shoveling snow, brother. Oh, you probably jinxed me. <laughs>